Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Saturday, February the 5th, 2022. It is currently 1149 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church, located right here in the middle of nowhere, Texas. And we've got to talk about a controversy that everyone else is talking about that I've been somewhat hesitant to even discuss. And and and, and I'm, I haven't been hesitant to discuss it because like I'm afraid of the topic or it's controversial. I just didn't really think about how it could possibly fit in to a theology-focused podcast. I mean, it it's definitely news. It's being talked about everywhere. So it's a hot topic. But does it really fit in to what we do here on the Theology Central podcast? Well, in one way, I've made the Theology Central podcast in such a way that I can talk about any subject, right? As long as I try to look at it somehow from a theological or biblical perspective, I can talk about anything I want. So I would ha- I would obviously have the freedom to talk about it. I just don't know what I can really add to the discussion. But I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And then I realized, well, I do have maybe somewhat of an interesting perspective that will be different than the other podcast. Because I think when it comes to this situation that we're going to be talking about, I'm almost schizophrenic. There's almost two two different sides of me that looks at the situation from two very different perspectives. But what we're going to be talking about today, I, I know you're aware of it, the Joe Rogan Spotify controversy. Now, if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, I don't know where you have been, but he is easily, 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 easily the most influential, popular, significant podcaster on the face of the planet. Every episode of the Joe Rogan experience of his podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, I think it averages somewhere between 10 and 11 million downloads per episode. Now, if you try to put that in some kind of perspective, more people listen to the Joe Rogan podcast than watch MSNBC, CNN, and Fox, I think combined. I think if you put their total viewership combined, or at least of their major shows, and combine it, I think Joe, uh, one episode of Joe Rogan gets more uh, streams and listens than those major news networks. That means Joe Rogan has power. That means he has influence, and that also means there's a lot of money invested into his podcast. So he's he's. I mean, anything happening to him? Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty significant. And if you don't know what happened, well, Joe Rogan did a, a number of podcast episodes where he dealt with the subject of COVID nineteen. And he brought in some people to discuss it. And this led to controversy because he was accused of spreading COVID misinformation. And then the next thing you know, some powerful, um, well, I I will say powerful in the past, maybe legendary music artists like Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and some others came forward and said, look, we want our music pulled from Spotify Unless, uh, because we don't want to be on the same platform with Joe Rogan. So it's either me or Joe Rogan. And and basically Spotify said, well, you can take your music and go somewhere else because we're sticking with Joe 
Rogan. All right. That's that's the basic. I mean, I could go into far more detail, but that's kind of the basic premise. And I, I received a number of emails going, what's your what's your thoughts on the Joe Rogan situation? What's your thoughts on the Joe Rogan situation? And every time I I got ready to hit reply on the emails, I was like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait because I think th- I think there's going to be more to this story. I think more is going to happen. I think I think there's going to be more developments. So whatever I say right then, I'm probably going to have to come back and offer a different perspective maybe two or three days later. So I I was hesitant. And so I have not responded to any of the emails. I haven't responded to any of the emails. And, and so I was like, okay, so does it fit in to a theology podcast? Well, I, I could make it fit in. The people are asking me my opinion, but I, I wasn't ready to, to say anything yet. But then more developments occurred last night. I'm like, okay, may, maybe it's time to talk about it. But something else also happened. I opened up the Edify Christian Podcast app, and lo and behold, there's a Christian podcast talking about the Joe Rogan Spotify controversy. I'm like, okay, so now now Christian podcasters are talking about it. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pull up the audio from this Christian podcast. It's the Breakpoint podcast where they talk about what's happening in the culture from a Christian and theological perspective. I, 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 as soon as I hit play and realized that they were talking about Joe Rogan, or I, I saw the title and then I hit play just to make sure. And then once I like, okay, this is where they're going to talk about Joe Rogan. I immediately stopped it because you know my rules. I, I don't like to listen to something first and then come here and then play it because I feel like then I've rehearsed my, re, my reaction. I've rehearsed my response. And I, I don't know. I like it to be very more, I like it to be much more organic and and happen in real time. So we're going to listen to this together. Maybe you've already heard it. Maybe you haven't. We'll hear their perspective, and then I'll try to explain to you why my my perspective is very schizophrenic and really bizarre. I was laughing because I'm a part of two Discord channels. One Discord channel is all of my friends in Nebraska, and that Discord channel I think is called the uh, the Music Matters, right? And it it really was originally designed to talk about music. There's only there's there's real there's not a lot of there's some music discussion, but there's a lot of other discussion that happens there as well. So I, I'm there because well, if, if you know anything about me, I have a I'm, I'm a lifetime music uh, addict. Okay, I'm a I'm a music fan, and I don't try to talk a lot about my, uh, my music listening on the Theology Central uh, podcast. Every once in a while, I'll make some mention to it because I just know that you talk about music in the presence of Christians and it ends up into some kind of controversy. So I don't like to get into that. But in this particular case, it's going to be relevant. So I I see the Joe Rogan Spotify controversy from the perspective of a music fan. I know what you're thinking. What does that have to do? Joe Rogan, he's a podcaster. What, what does it have to do with music? Oh, you're talking about because Neil Young removed? No, for a whole different reason. You'll hear why. And then the other side of me looks at it from the perspective of, well, as a podcaster, I'm a podcaster, right? Now, I'm nowhere. Obviously, Joe Rogan is the podcaster. I'm just a podcaster. He's the most successful podcaster in probably the history of podcasting, and I'm a nobody, but still, it relates to podcasting and podcast. Okay, so so I, I have a perspective there. And then a lot of people would want to consider this from the perspective of free speech. Free speech. And clearly, as someone who's a podcaster, someone who does a theology podcast, and someone who's had issues, say, with YouTube removing my content, I definitely have a perspective there. So I, I think that may provide a unique 
a unique perspective, and then we'll try to bring in kind of a biblical theological look at this as well. Well, let's do this. Let's go to the Breakpoint podcast. Just because I'm interested, I think there they may be. Now, I haven't, Doc, uh, Dr. Albert Moeller, he may have addressed the controversy on uh, the briefing. Um, I haven't, I've, I've, I'm behind in listening to those episodes. So maybe he addressed it first, but the Breakpoint podcast, the reason it caught my attention is they put Joe Rogan's name in the title, which is obviously smart since this is all the, this is the story everyone is talking about. And I know you probably have your own perspective on this. At any point, if you're listening to me live this morning, you can use the little chat icon on the Spreaker app and you can tell me your thoughts and your perspective, or you can ask questions to, uh, when I start trying to explain my perspective, because I think, uh, I think not everyone's, I think some people are going to get irritated with my perspective, but that, that's how it always works. I tend to always look at things a little different than everyone else, but I, I, I would love to hear everyone else's perspective. Um, I mean, there's so much controversy and then the development that happened last night, well, I guess two days ago has really now added fuel to the fire. To me, the whole situation is spiraling out of control. If you haven't heard the latest updates on the situation, you may want to buckle in because now it, it's it's it, it could get if I, if it wasn't ugly enough now it's it's gotten even worse and uh, it's just watching this thing spiral out of control is is crazy but uh, here we go let's now when Breakpoint recorded their episode I believe they recorded it probably Thursday or Friday and so I'm not I'm pretty sure they're not they were not aware of the latest development. So that's another reason I wanted to wait is because I knew there was going to be more. I just knew there was going to be more developments. So now we have Spotify removing episodes of the Joe Rogan podcast. I think they've removed close to 100 episodes. They're just gone. Uh, And it's all because of this new development, because it it, it seemed like Spotify was like, we're going to stand by Joe Rogan. And then they were like, "Okay, we're going to remove. We're going to remove some stuff. So, yeah, this this situation is interesting. And we're going to we're going to hear we're going to at least hear what they have to say. And then we'll end this with my perspective. And and I'm going to put my perspective at the end instead of the beginning, because you need to listen to my perspective. You need to stick around for my perspective. I, I really think I think. It, no, okay, I'm just joking. I, I didn't. I don't care about the order. I just thought uh, I, I want to hear I want to hear what uh, was said on Breakpoint more more than I want to hear myself put forth my perspective. Okay, so that's why we're starting this way. That's that's why we're starting this way. So are you ready? Here, and obviously I'm going to be breaking in and offering my uh, thoughts um, as we move through this. But here we go. Joe Rogan, Spotify controversy. The big news story, I know there's other things going on in the world, but this has really captured a lot of attention. Let's hear how a Christian podcast addressed the controversy on the Breakpoint podcast. Here we go. Okay, well, let's get into it. We have a lot to get to today. I wanted to start with, you know, we talked about Joe Rogan last week, actually, on the show. We were talking about his interview with Jordan Peterson. But I wanted to talk about this situation with you this week because I feel like it's been everywhere in the news and social media. It's a big deal for a lot of people, understandably. So Spotify, there were there have been increased calls for Spotify to basically censor Joe Rogan's podcast. So Spotify hosts his podcast for a reportedly very large deal. I mean, there's a, a lot of money involved here. It's, he has the most downloaded podcast in the world, I believe. And and when they say a lot of money, they I th- I think there's estimates that it was close to like a hundred million dollars. 
that Spotify paid, in a sense, to lock down the Joe Rogan podcast, making it basically exclusive to Spotify. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And I think that's very important to realize this, okay? Let, 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 let's just make this very – I'm just going to state this clearly, and I can, and I can already demonstrate to, to you. So Joe Rogan put forth uh, some information about COVID that's being labeled misinformation, and therefore people like – he can't spread mis, misinformation. And basically Spotify tried to say he didn't violate any of the rules. Well, there have been other podcasts on Spotify that's put forth similar information about COVID – and at least I know of at least one that was removed from Spotify. So why would why would they apply? Almost it appears it, it, at least on the surface, why would they seem to apply one standard to a other podcast and a different standard to Joe Rogan? Well, I can tell you why: a hundred million dollars are somewhere around. I'd have to look up the exact figure, but let's just say a lot of money was spent. So that means Joe Rogan is going to be treated a little bit differently. Because of all the money. A lot of this has to do with money from Spotify's perspective, not necessarily principles. We've invested a lot of money here. We can't just remove him because now everyone is upset. So, so there's, there's, a, there's, I just want to make sure that a lot of people are like, wait, Spotify's fighting for free speech. No, they're fighting to protect their, their financial investment. And, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, let's, let's not, let's make sure we, we look at this carefully. But so there's a lot of money involved. And you could argue that because he's the most downloaded podcaster ever, that you may be more concerned about, let's say, let's say it's actually it's misinformation. You may be more concerned about the misinformation that Joe Rogan would 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 spread versus the smaller podcast. So the people are upset with Joe Rogan and not the other podcast. Well, you can see why, because Joe Rogan would be the one that would have more listens and more downloads. I mean, somewhere like 10 or 11 million per episode. So you could, so Spotify has a reason to protect him, like a hundred million dollars worth of reasons. And other people who you, you may feel like, well, they're targeting Joe Rogan, where they're going to go after Joe Rogan because, well, he's the biggest podcaster. Go after the one that has the most downloads, not the ones that no one's ever heard of. Going after the ones that no one's ever heard of, you're only going to bring more attention to them and only bring them more listeners. So in some cases, it's not worth your efforts to go after them. Going after Joe Rogan, you I mean, you can't really add more people to the number. Of, I mean, even if you add another million, does it really matter? 10 million, 11 million, 12 million? I mean, he's already the most downloaded. So, so in that case, you don't. there's no real downsize. So I, I can kind of see why different people are taking their different approaches. But uh, let, let's just, let's see what they have to, what they have to say here, what they have to do here. All right. Okay. Yes. So uh, Twyla, who's listening, says multiple sources says $100 million. So he received 100, Spotify gave him $100 million to lock down his podcast to be a Spotify exclusive. You can see why Spotify would be, <laughs> you know what? You may threaten us, but we've got to, we've got to back him. So then the question is, why did all of a sudden last night, within the last 24 to 48 hours, they've deleted like 100 episodes of the Joe Rogan podcast? What happened? What changed? Oh, something big changed. But let's go back through this. All right, here we go. He's had a number of people on throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. And his his show is pretty much an interview format. Um, he's had a number of people on who've had questions about the COVID pandemic. So people questioning lockdowns, vaccines, masking, that sort of thing. 
And as a result, there have been several letters. I was reading yesterday, there was a letter written by like 200 doctors and nurses asking Spotify to basically censor or take down his episodes about COVID-19. And then Neil Young, the musician, threatened to remove his music. He basically gave Spotify an ultimatum. You can either keep my music or keep Joe Rogan. And that was not a difficult decision for Spotify. And so Neil Young's music is no longer on Spotify. Other musicians have started uh, saying the same thing. Joni Mitchell, I think, was one of them. It's just become a large debate. It was brought up actually at the White House press briefing. And Jen Psaki said that they believe Spotify should do more to combat what she called misinformation. And all of this language is so loaded. The term misinformation, even the White House press secretary saying Spotify should do more. I don't know what do more means. Joe Rogan has responded and said that he tries to have people on with differing perspectives. He basically posted like a 10-minute video to Instagram talking about the way he approaches his show. And I thought it was pretty – the temperature was low, which I appreciated. He didn't seem super angry or anything. But this has just sparked a really, really interesting debate. And I thought it was interesting for our purposes too, given that we are about to start a short course about authority and about trust in authority, what happens when that trust erodes, and what Christians' attitudes toward authority should be. That seems to be at the center of this situation here, which is what kind of authority is Joe Rogan or should we expect from him? What kind of authority does the government or even Spotify have over his content? What authority should they have? There's so many questions here. Have you been Okay, now before we listen to anything else they have to say, I just feel like she just set that up perfectly for me to explain at least one perspective that I have. Remember, I have two different perspectives here. So I, 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 if, we, if we break this down to the Discord channels, if I – and the Discord channel that I have with my friends in Nebraska where we talk about music, I, I look at this from completely a music perspective. If I look at this from, say, the Discord channel I have for the Theology Central podcast, I, I, I would talk about it from a completely different perspective. So let me just look at this from, I'll call it the Theology Central Discord channel perspective and not my friends from Nebraska perspective. Okay, so just just stay with me and you'll, you'll, this will all make sense before it's over. But let me, she just set this up perfectly. All right, so first we have the question of, Different podcasts putting out different perspectives in regards to all kinds of different issues, all right? All kinds of different issues. Let's say COVID, it could be anything. How much freedom should those podcasters have in presenting different perspectives, questioning the official story, questioning the official narrative? How much freedom should they have? Now, my my first reaction will always be, I want them to have absolute, complete freedom, right? Because I I defend and love freedom of speech because I want the freedom of speech. Now, you know, when you say that, you, you always have to go, well, I want them to have freedom. Can I say I want them to have complete freedom? Well, in, in one sense, I do, but we all know what that can lead to, right? So like, let, let's just, let's just consider some, some options. All right. So here's a podcaster. Let's say we want them to have complete freedom. Okay. Complete freedom. All right. 
So tomorrow they release their new podcast. So just you just pick a we'll just make up a podcaster, right? We won't, we won't use anyone that's well known. We'll just just make up a podcast, right? So this anonymous podcast, we'll just call it the anonymous podcast, where they put they question everything, right? The anonymous podcast that questions everything. And tomorrow we you're looking at your favorite podcast app and like, oh look, anonymous just dropped a a new podcast, and here oh wait look. They're questioning the Holocaust. They don't believe the Holocaust actually occurred. They, in fact, they believe Hitler was a great guy and they don't believe Jews were actually killed. They believe it was all a lie and it was all a story created by people who hate Nazis, but the Nazis were actually the good guy. Now, obviously, I would be greatly offended by that. Obviously, I would think it's absolutely crazy. Obviously, I would completely disagree. Now, do you want them to have the freedom to do that? Or do you want to say, whoa, that goes that goes too far? Let's say someone creates a podcast. This actually happened a number of episodes for years saying that the Sandy Hook mass shooting was fraudulent. Kids did not die and it was all fake and that uh, people were crisis actors and the whole thing was fraudulent. Right. I mean, there's someone currently in the middle of a lawsuit because of their podcast uh, and all of the uh, issues around this. Do you want them to have that freedom? Now, on one side, you're like, well, I love them to discuss different ideas. Yeah, but it can have real world impact because in the Sandy Hook situation, the parents started being harassed that their children really didn't die and that they're crisis actors and they were being stalked and harassed by people. And the cruelty involved in that is absolutely horrific and horrendous. So how much freedom do you want a podcaster to have? On one hand, I want to say complete freedom, but I always know that that can lead to some really, really questionable stuff in the middle of a pandemic where people are dying. Over 800,000 people have died in the United States, over 5 million globally. And I, you, I know I'll get people email. I don't believe the numbers. Okay. That's what we want. We're not here to talk about that. Well, how much freedom do you want a podcaster to have to question COVID-19, to question everything, vaccines, masks, social distancing, even washing your hands? How far do you want, how much freedom do you want them to have? See, the more freedom you give, the more you have to be willing to accept some possibly very crazy, maybe even unpleasant, maybe even absolute disgusting ideas. How much freedom do you want them to have? So that's the first question. On one hand, I want them to have complete freedom. I do realize what comes with that. I do. But here's the thing. Saying that they have complete freedom is something completely different, listen, than a platform giving them that platform in order for them to have that freedom. In other words, Spotify gave them a, gave him $100 million dollars. What is Spotify's responsibility in the content put forth on their platform? Now it comes down to how much freedom should a, how much freedom does a a platform how much freedom is required how much freedom does a platform have to give someone? Because obviously a platform does not have to give someone complete freedom. Now some people say, well, that's a violation of the constitutional rights. No, constitutional right protects you from the government taking away your freedom. A platform is, well, it's their platform. They built it. They control it. I've used this example so many times. 
Christians get so upset if YouTube takes down a sermon, everybody loses their minds and say, we're being persecuted. It's the end of the world. The Antichrist is three seconds away. Run for your lives because we're being persecuted. But at the very same time, well, I I challenge you. Put a sermon on Sermon Audio that does not meet their statement of faith. It will be taken down. It will be deleted because it's their platform. So every platform has the ability to regulate what content is on their site. I mean, you have to give if you you have to give them the right to do it. So so that means the podcaster may have freedom, but that doesn't mean that any platform has to give them the freedom for them to put forth their ideas on that platform. So it's it's this real like we got to realize there's freedom and then there's the platform's freedom to decide what content they will or will not have. Now, here comes now listen how this works. So Joe Rogan may have freedom. Spotify can decide, well, we, we, we want that or we don't want that. All right. It's their platform. So now we got to give Spotify some freedom to either restrict it. And I don't like to even use the word censorship. It's their platform. They just decide we don't want that on our, on our site. They, they have the, the, the freedom to do that. So Spotify has some freedom. Joe Rogan has some freedom. Spotify could decide we don't want Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan would still have the freedom to speak that way. He just wouldn't be able to put it on Spotify. All right. Now, the, the thing it gets becomes very weird be how, you know, because of where then where can you well put it this way. Your freedom doesn't guarantee you a, a platform for you to exercise said freedom. All right. So I, I think I think that's something to consider as well. So Spotify has freedom. Joe Rogan has freedom. But here here comes the thing. So now someone let's say a musician, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, uh, um, all, all the, the other artists, we will go through all of the list right now. I mean, it's not a big list, but the other, there's some podcasters who have pulled their podcasts. It's, they have their content. So we'll just go with Neil Young since he's the one that was first. Here's Neil Young. It's his music, right? He's like, well, my music is on Spotify. I don't like what Joe Rogan has to say. Doesn't Neil Young therefore have the freedom to pull his music from Spotify? Well, obviously he has the freedom to do so. He has the freedom to do that. So is this a situation where Joe Rogan has freedom? Spotify has freedom? Neil Young has freedom. They do. Everyone has freedom in this situation. Someone else just said, Every platform can have their standards, but as you've said before, they should apply the standard the same to everyone. Now, that's true. If they're going to have their standards, they should be consistent. But obviously, there's not going to be, I think we can all agree, there's not going to be consistency in Spotify here because they've got $100 million of reasons not to be consistent, okay? I, so I don't think, I, don't, I, I think they should be, but I'm not counting on them. So let's just look at, so Joe Rogan has freedom, Spotify has freedom, but so does Neil Young. Neil Young can decide, I don't want my music on Spotify anymore. So is this a situation where we should celebrate everyone's exercising their freedom? Joe Rogan is speaking. Spotify has made a decision to allow it to be there. And Neil Young has made his decision. So in one sense, can we say everyone's everyone's had freedom? Everyone's had freedom. Now you may say, well, Neil Young's trying to restrict Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's freedom. Well, maybe but he has a right to do whatever he wants with his music. It's his music, right? If he has the power to, to control where his music is or isn't, any record company could decide to pull their music. You say, well, by pulling their music, they're trying to restrict Joe Rogan. 
Well, they're maybe, may, or maybe they're trying to, to restrict Spotify. You see, there's a lot of things to, there's a lot of moving parts here. So in one sense, everyone in a, has freedom. I, I, my, my personal feeling is I like the podcasters to have freedom. Again, if you go back to, I, I always go back to this. If you go back to the 1990s, it's so weird how culture has changed. If you go back to the 1990s, when I was in the, you know, on, on the end of a runway at Offutt Air Force Base in a, what's called a whiskey post at two in the morning, listening to Coast to Coast AM, that radio program, they put forth some of the most bizarre, crazy, conspiracy, nutso ideas in the history of the world. I mean, it was just crazy, 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 crazy stuff every night on that radio program. There was never any controversy. There was never anyone shut this down. We've got to censor it. Everybody just kind of realized that's coast to coast AM, right? That if you listen, you're going to hear some of the craziest ideas in the world. The, uh, the Prophecy Club, which aired on Christian radio stations in the 1990s. Oh, my goodness. The crazy things that they would put out there. I, in my, I never felt one time, oh, I need this radio program removed. I need this censored. I need this silenced because I was like, I want them to say whatever crazy thing they want to say. And guess what? One day I'll find a way to have a platform so that I can speak and say, hey, those people are absolutely crazy. So on one end, I may not like all the information Joe Rogan put forth, but I, I, I like, I, on one hand, I like the concept of freedom. I like the concept of freedom, but I, at the same time, when I, if I say freedom, then the platforms have freedom. Like sermon audio has the freedom to say, sorry, we don't want your sermons. Sorry, we don't want your ministry. We don't want it. They have every right to do that. They have every right to do that. YouTube has every right to say, now, to do it now. I, I, I now with YouTube. YouTube is something I have personal experience. They, they, they're not consistent. They make no sense, and they're not unwilling to talk to you. And they won't even have any meaningful dialogue with you where you can demonstrate. No, I actually didn't do what you just accused me of doing. They won't even discuss it with you, especially if you're a nobody. Now, if you are a, a podcaster worth over a hundred million dollars, they'll, they'll listen to you. Then, like if you're a big, if you're a big, a big star, they'll listen to you. Which I hate that. I hate that. If you're a nobody, you just get, boom, steamrolled, and, and you don't even have a say-so. So in so one hand, I, hand, I see a lot of freedom being exercised all the way around. Joe Rogan freely spoke. Spotify has freely made a decision, at least in part, to support him. Now, they've started removing episodes. I think we're up to over 100 episodes have been deleted, and I'll tell you why here in a minute. So, so that, but that's their freedom to either keep or to delete. It's their platform. I mean, and Joe Rogan's in a contractual agreement with Spotify. I'm a hundred million dollars. I mean, there's now you've got contracts involved here. So, you know, basically in a sense, Joe Rogan works for Spotify. And not only that, does that make Spotify now, this is very important. Does it make them not just a platform for someone to put forth their content? Does it almost make them now, a, a publisher, an editor, and this gets into some major legal definitions here. That puts them in a weird situation, right? That because now they're it's it's like is it Joe Rogan's content or is it Spotify's content? So is 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 in a sense Spotify now the publisher, the editor of the content? Well, that that gets into some legal like they're not just now just a platform that allows people to post their content. They become something other than. Uh, yes, 
Very important. Twyla, uh, Twyla just said, hey, I'm going to open up uh, because I'm getting enough comments that I'm going to not be able to see them on the computer. Let me open up the app really quick. Um, and Twyla just added another part of the freedom situation that I will add here to the discussion in just a second after I open this up. Give me one second. I'm going to open this. Here we go. All right. Now I can see all the contents. Yes. So let's go through this again. Joe Rogan has freedom. He can speak. Now, that doesn't mean he's guaranteed a platform to do so, but he can speak. Spotify has freedom. Their platform. They can decide what they want to do. Neil Young has freedom because he can say, nope, I want my music gone. I want my music gone. And then Twyla just (laughs) made a very important point. Um, How about the listener's freedom? Right. As a listener, I like the freedom to listen to whatever I want to listen to. I may want to listen to I may it may be two o'clock in the morning and I'm working in, a you know, as a security forces in the Air Force, sitting in a whiskey post, watching a fence, you know, doing nothing. I like the freedom to listen to a crazy radio program where they're putting forth some of the most insane ideas ever heard in, uh, in the history of man. That, that That's OK. Uh, but I so I, I think. There's freedom there. Shouldn't where where is the listener's freedom? Now you could say, well, you have freedom to listen, but it doesn't mean Spotify is required to provide a platform for you to listen to what you want on their platform. So there's a there, you, when you talk about freedom, you got to consider everyone's freedom. Now once you start restricting freedoms, then it becomes a, it becomes and I know slippery slope is a somewhat questionable, logical, it can be a logical fallacy at times, but I'm just saying it opens the door for all kinds of problems. So, and I, and I, and again, Neil Young can put his music on whichever platform he wants, but is he only, is he only going to, I mean, like, what do you, how does that work? I'm only going to put my music on platforms where I agree with all the lyrics of all the musical art, other musical artists. I mean, like at some point, the whole thing becomes a little bit, the whole thing just becomes like a circus. It's like, wait, my freedom. No, your freedom, my freedom. I don't want this. I want that. And it's like, whoa, everyone calm down. So there is a freedom issue here. All right. There is a freedom issue here. And I think in some sense, everyone's exercising their freedoms. To in, in some way, I can see everyone's freedoms trying to be exercised here. I, I can't. I can see Neil Young. I can see Spotify. I can see Joe Rogan. I think the only freedom that, well, I know even the listener to, to the listeners always have freedom to choose what they listen to or not listen to. I mean, if you don't, if you find Joe Rogan offensive, you just don't have to listen to it. So, but at the same time, my freedom to listen does not make a requirement on every platform to host the con like I have the freedom to listen to any sermons I want. That doesn't mean uh, sermon audio is bound by that to put forth all the sermons I want to hear there. They it's their platform. So again, freedom, 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 freedom. I think there's a lot. I think we're seeing the exercise of freedoms all the way around. And, and I think that's a part of the story that a lot of people have ignored. Now it's interesting. Breakpoints looking at it from the sense of authority which authority can you trust? Which authority? Th- that's an interesting approach to it. I didn't even think of it from that perspective. My thing is I listen to whatever I want and I understand that whatever I listen to, no matter what it is, that if I want to find truth, I can't just stop with what I listen to. I've got to question and research and look up and, 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 and try to find the best facts possible. But whenever there's freedom of speech, I, I think this is just built into it. 
Wherever freedom of speech is exercised, you can almost guarantee there's going to be misinformation provided in some way, shape, or form. It's just, that's the way it works. I mean, from a Christian perspective, the human heart is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. So you can't expect wherever people are using, they're opening their mouths, there's going to be some kind of misinformation and wrong information somewhere. And that we have a responsibility to research and to study. Now, I understand you take into consideration a pandemic. Okay, but but again, you, you still want, you still, Joe Rogan has to, put it this way, Joe Rogan has the, question, the freedom to question anything. Spotify has the freedom to decide if they want him to question COVID or not. They, 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 have, they have that freedom to decide. And then you have the freedom to decide if you want to listen or not listen. And Neil Young has the freedom to pull his music if he doesn't want his music associated with the Joe Rogan podcast or be on the same platform. Right? So, so, every, so in a sense, should we just stop there? Okay, everyone exercise their freedom. Nothing to see here. Everyone just move on. Everyone just move on. Maybe, maybe my perspective now is, well, it's just everyone exercising their freedom. So no one should be upset. Does that work? I I don't know. But let's go back to, to, uh, I just, I had to break in there because she just kind of set it up perfectly. And, and, And that's one perspective I have here is the freedom perspective. I do have that perspective. I want that freedom. I mean, I'm a podcaster. I want freedom. I want freedom. But I do realize my freedom is limited in a sense by what uh, podcast uh, platforms will allow or disallow. I, I understand that. I understand. I mean, I was on Christian radio. I got kicked off Christian radio because they didn't like my content, right? I mean, even though they didn't even give me any rules, I didn't violate any rules that they gave me because they didn't give me any rules, but I still got kicked off Christian radio. But again, I mean, I think it's horrible what they did, but it's their radio station, they're, they own the they own the platform. They didn't want me, so I, I I understand how that works. But let's see what let's see where they go with this authority angle. This, this is an interesting perspective here. Let's see what they have to say. Following this story, yeah. Let me just say to that Neil Young telling Spotify that it's either you know I was him trying to be nice or, about it or Joe Rogan is is like. <laughs> I was trying to figure out an analogy. It's it's like AC Green writing to the Lakers saying it's either LeBron or me. You know? <laughs> right. In other words, the guy's been retired for a really long time. He was a good player, but not a great player. And, you know, we're talking about the biggest player on the planet. It was an easy decision. And, of course, the reason Joe Rogan was able to respond so calmly and actually cordially is that Spotify's clearly got his back. It's going to take an enormous, enormous amount of additional people. You have to add up an awful lot of Neil Young's and Joni Mitchell's to get to a Joe Rogan. Okay, now I got to jump in here. Now the music fan is going to get involved here. Now the music fan, right? I told you. So so in a roundabout way, you're just going to be hearing my perspective right here, but I'll summarize it at the end. Okay, so I've already talked about the freedom here. So in my my estimation, I just see everyone's freedom. And I heard I, a lot of people reacted the same way. Neil Young, who's Neil Young? I don't care about Neil Young. He's irre- Joni Mitchell. What did she ever do? I don't know. Only recorded possibly what some consider one of the greatest albums of all time. But the, hey, you know, who cares, right? So, but I just, oh, I, I can't stand when people have this really broken idea here. All right. So I do agree. Joe Rogan is of obviously far greater value in one way 
than Neil Young and Joni Mitchell. But you better slow down and consider something. There's a very important thing in regards to music streaming services that a lot of people don't understand. In the music streaming services, what is typically streamed at a greater rate, sometimes some people will say even up to 60% more, is older music. The catalog of older music tends to be listened to more than the newer music. Now that bothers me from as a music fan, that drives me crazy because like you've got you've got access to every new album and they're like, I'm listening to ZZ Top from 1980, whatever. Yeah, I'm listening to Michael Jack. I'm like, uh, it's 2022, people. Could we get with the times? Okay, but that that's a whole different thing. But just note that those old catalogs of an artist who has a a large number of albums. I mean, Neil Young has some significant albums in in the history of music. Joni Mitchell, obviously one of the greatest albums of all time, according to most lists. Those albums, that older catalog is of great value to Spotify. I'm not saying it may be of greater value than Joe Rogan, but this starts leading into where I start having problems with what Spotify has done. Spotify used to be a music streaming platform. It was about music. It was about it was a music streaming app that was at least it was it was at least decent. Now, I believe that they they neglect they've turned their attention from music to now to podcast. So they were supposed to upgrade their 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 app so that you should be able to uh, stream music in a lossless format and a hi-fi format, and they, they failed to do that. They, they promised that in 2021. They even had a marketing c- campaign. They felt they failed to do that. They completely destroyed their, their app, and I, and, and I say this as someone who uses every music streaming service there is. I use Tidal. I use Deezer. I use Amazon. I use Pandora. I use Apple. I, I subscribe to all of them, right? So I, I think I can be somewhat authoritative on this. Uh, Spotify destroyed their app. It's, it's from a music per- fan perspective, it's horrible. It's, it's the worst interface I have ever seen. It's garbage. I would not, they would have to pay me money uh, to do it. It's just horrible. And the fact that they still haven't offered lossless streaming in 2022 is insane. But all their focus and all their money went to podcasting, right? So I just want to make sure you realize as a stream music streaming service, if you care about music streaming, The more these artists that are legendary or have these large catalogs of albums, that is far more valuable than maybe this Christian podcast is uh, their their understanding. Because uh, it's shocking how many people use their music streaming app and they're listening to old music. They're not listening to newer, but they're listening to old so I, I don't like that they're so dismissive. I saw too many people do that. Neil Young, who's he? I know Joe Rogan. I don't know Neil Young. Yeah, but you know how many people are using Spotify who do know Neil Young? In fact, they may know Neil Young. In fact, there's some older people who probably know Neil Young more than they know Joe Rogan, okay? There's some people who know Joni Mitchell more than they know Joe Rogan. So I, I just, I, I think that it, that perspective can't be ignored in all of this, all right? They, they went from a music streaming service to a podcast service which turns away uh, music fans. And from a music fan perspective, that's what I have been watching the most in all of this from, as a music fan. But I just want to, I just got to bring that into this discussion. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're more valuable than Joe Rogan. I'm not saying, but 
Nobody knows until those fans are like, well, I can't listen to my favorite uh, Neil Young album. I can't listen to my favorite Joni Mitchell album. I'm leaving Spotify. That that creates a whole different dynamic here. So see, now this stops becoming about freedom. And now this becomes about business. This becomes about money. This becomes about, and again, I have the freedom to subscribe to Spotify or cancel my subscription. Now, I no longer subscribe to Spotify. I use all of the streaming service. I, I, every once in a while, I'll go back to Spotify because I'm like, okay, they're going to give us the hi-fi streaming now. Okay, maybe they're going to fix the app. And I'll look and go, what in the world? This app is worse than it was six months ago. So um, every once in a while, I'll go back. So I'm looking at it from a, a, a music perspective. And, and sometimes some of the podcasts talking about it seem to completely forget that whole world there. So I don't like that being so dismissive. Now, yes, I agree. Neil Young, Joni Mitchell. All right. But what if it's a Bruce Springsteen? Oh, okay. Now, now you got a you got a very valuable catalog. I mean, just look at some of the deals of some of these famous artists who've sold their catalogs to record companies for multi- millions and millions of dollars. Those old catalogs of of people's albums are worth millions. Uh, to to not only record companies but to these streaming platforms because they want those those people who listen to those older albums to, to be able to find them on their platform and and so I I just that can't be forgotten in this story now yes Joni Mitchell Neil Young Crosby Stills and Nash there's some of the others uh, India Re there's there's a couple of others um they're not they may not be sufficient enough to change Spotify's mind. Yet, all it needs is a couple of more artists, maybe some current and some big name older ones, and Spotify will be in a absolute horrible situation. All right, let's continue. Well, and I should say, too, just for context, Spotify did put out a statement, and it was the weirdest. They didn't mention Joe Rogan or anybody by name, but they said what they've decided to do is to put a content advisory on any episode of any podcast that mentions COVID-19, which means nothing. Now, it's not a content advisory. It's just a little note that says this episode is about COVID-19. So that was a really interesting response, but I think telling as to what you're saying, that they have no choice. He's the biggest podcast in the world. They're not going to get rid of him. And I think it's important to note that Rogan hasn't taken a a personal stand, as I know, other than not being vaccinated himself. In his statement, said that he would and would like to bring in people on both sides of that issue. And I think actually, given his uh, interview format, that would actually be really, really helpful. I mean, a lot of the things that were labeled as misinformation yesterday, like, for example, cloth masks are pointless, uh, are you know reported on CNN as facts today. Mm-hmm. A set of studies came out this week from John Hopkins talking about the effectiveness of the lockdowns. And, you know, you have that and then you have, you know, the Daily, the New York Times podcast just even this morning talking about no COVID in China. In other words, here you have the headline that China has been touting and and, and a run up to the Olympics that there's no COVID there. And the New York Times talking about, you know, what kind of incredible measures that they took. And if there's no COVID in China, there's one of two reasons. Number one is they're lying, uh, which I think is probably true. Number two, their lockdown measures are so draconian and so restrictive of personal freedom, way beyond anything that was experienced in the United States, even in you know New York or California, 
or Michigan, the harm done is that much greater. And the, mm-hmm. probably the reason is both of those things. They're lying about no COVID and the measures were so over the top. So what got you labeled as misinformation and COVID is, is one of the things that now is the backdrop, I guess, of really what this whole thing points to. And it doesn't point to Joe Rogan. It doesn't point to COVID. It doesn't point to Fauci. It doesn't point to any of that. It points to a culture that is, has a crisis of authority and a loss of trust. It is a systemic, culture-wide issue. There's no way around it. There's many, many reasons for it, too, by the way, uh, Maria. And I think it's worth walking through all of them because all of them have uniquely contributed kind of in a timeline to a place where we just don't know who to trust anymore. And so now we've become cynical anytime we're asked to trust, which isn't a good response either. All right. Now, this is interesting. I'm going to look at it from a different – I'm going to just keep – I'm going to keep focusing on this, not on the cult, more cultural-wide issue of trust and authority, which I do believe our, our culture – look, our culture abandoned absolute truth. So once you throw out absolute truth, well, then now truth is whatever you want to make it to be. Our culture is basically now declared a war on even what's real. So it's just weird. Hey, we don't want absolute truth. We want reality to be what we want, but we don't know who we can trust. We don't trust anyone. Well, how do you know who to trust if there's no standard of truth in which to judge anything? But the the, the issue here is, okay, so if you're going to allow, a, if you're going to try to control what a podcaster says or doesn't say, who judges whether the information is true or false? Now, there, in some ways, there's some things that may be able to be absolutely, completely verify, verifiable. There may be some things that is just an opinion. That becomes, the, again, a slippery slope. Who becomes the, here's the, the board of information, right? The, I know we're going back to Orwell, but okay, we, we, you know, here's, the, here's this, this you know, secret group of individuals who determine that is true, that is false, that is right, that is wrong. You can speak, you cannot speak, you can. Now, of course, we haven't gotten there yet. I I can create a narrative with that because right now all we're having is platforms making those decisions and people voicing their agreement or disagreement with content who may have some power to say, I'm going to pull my music and because I don't want you to have Joe Rogan. I'm not saying whether what Neil Young is doing is right or wrong. I'm saying he has freedom to pull his music because it's his music. Um, But this, this calls into question, how do we figure out what is true and how do we figure out what is false? And it has been... It's, it's really um, – the problem has grown tremendously because now there are so many voices. You can go from podcast – look, I, I listen to a podcast. Let me see if I can find it right here. It's absolutely fascinating. By no – just like Joe Rogan is not a Christian podcast, this is not a Christian podcast. It is called um, – let me see if I can find it. Knowledge Fight. Knowledge Fight, all right? Now, Knowledge Fight is not Christian. I mean they drop so many – I mean, <laughs> their language is, is explicit over and over and over and over again, okay? It's, it's bad. But the reason I listen to it is Knowledge Fight is dedicated to one thing, Alex Jones, the Alex Jones podcast, right? Alex Jones is the one who questioned the, uh, whether uh, calling uh, Sandy Hook a, a hoax, a, a false flag, that it was crisis actors. But uh, I listen to Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones got 
deplatformed from every platform on the face of the planet. However, you can still su- subscribe to his podcast on some podcast apps. You, you, some they won't allow, others they will. And I, I subscribe to it. Do I agree with Alex Jones? Absolutely not. Have I been warning people about Alex Jones? It seems like a good portion of my life. Yes, I have. I like Knowledge Fight. Because they they review pretty much every episode of Alex Jones' podcast, and they will show you Alex Jones just said this. Everything he just said is an absolute, complete lie. Here's the correct information. Here's the correct information. I like that. I want Alex Jones to have the freedom to say as much garbage as he wants, but I want someone else to have the freedom to critique it and say, no, that's not true. In some ways, I want Joe Rogan to have the right to say whatever he wants. And then someone else can create a podcast saying, well, Joe Rogan, you're wrong. You said this, you said this, and you said that. But when it comes to things like COVID, what makes it very problematic is it is true that you may say something today that's labeled misinformation that tomorrow may be considered factual and the, and 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 that and never and people shouldn't fall into see it's a grand conspiracy no it just shows you the ever changing trying to understand how to deal with a novel coronavirus a new virus there was going to be this is the right way and then they're going to change their that that everyone had to expect that's going to happen that happens with any in medicine that's a constant thing Hey, this is the solution. Well, five years from now, that may not be the solution. You have to go with the best information at that time in order to try to preserve and save life. People do have to have the right to question it. They do have to have the right to challenge it. And sometimes people who question and challenge, sometimes they rely on some pretty broken and fraudulent information or they misrepresent the information that's out there. So um, I think right now we, we are in a culture where nobody knows who to trust, nobody knows what's true, and everyone creates their own truth, which is very unfortunate, and it is a, 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 a problem. But from a podcast perspective, people should have the right to question, but listeners have to learn how to not determine or how not to, to believe everything they hear and learn to research and 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 to I mean I mean it would wouldn't it be great that every podcast you listen to everything they said was 100% factual and 100% true and you never had to worry about it I wish that was the case wouldn't it wouldn't it be awesome that every time you watch the news that everything they say was 100% correct that's just not the way it works I know that creates such a skepticism that really what happens is then we just disregard everything as authoritative we say no one is telling the truth. We create our own truth. We become our own authority, and we ultimately do what is right in our own eyes. That's kind of where we are in a culture, but it all is kind of the result of throwing out absolute truth. So I, I, this is an interesting perspective that they're bringing in. I think I think that um, there that this is a, a bigger problem, and we'll have to talk about it maybe at another time because I'm going to run out of time here. But I'm going to let them go just a little bit further, and I'm going to give you some of the major updates on what's going on with Joe Rogan. Here we go. And uh, it's not healthy. It's not sustainable. That's kind of the context that, you know, this story drops in. So this story really just points to something much further upstream, I think. Totally. Yeah, I think you're right. There's more than one contributing factor to our the loss of trust and authority. I mean, I assume part of it is we generally have a cultural attitude that doesn't like to be told what to do. And then the other half of it is the people who have been in the past trusted institutions 
have legitimately done things to lose that trust. And so that's kind of a lethal combination. Then suddenly you have a culture that's not ready to listen to anybody or decides who to listen to based on factors that have nothing to do with the actual information. I mean, those are two factors. There's more, though. And even those two factors, I think, are worth looking at. And in other words, you need to see kind of how many things have added up to this. The first is the the dramatic cultural shift from an industrial world to an information-based world. We're still reckoning with what that means. This is not something that goes very far back in human history. The Internet's not that old, but what the Internet did and then what smartphones did to usher the Internet in every single person's hands so that in many nations around the world you have more smartphones than you do homes. More people have a smartphone than live in a house. You have a million different sources of information uh, coming at you all the time. Uh, so there is a scale at which we have to reckon with information that no generation has ever had to deal with ever. You and, I, and I'm going to throw this out there from a the, theological Christian perspective. I wonder if it's going – if it's almost going to be required that churches, when we talk about discipleship, that one of the f- areas of discipleship that we probably have never thought of in the entire history of Christianity is now trying to train and teach people how to process information, verify information, understand primary source versus secondary source, and how and how to figure out – fact from opinion and how to so because misinformation fraudulent information and lies is something the bible would clearly condemn do not bear false witness do not lie put away lying speak the truth 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 that's that's the language of scripture and we've got christians out there who they don't know who to listen to they believe whatever they want then they spread that information on social media which then makes them either bearing false witness lying or spreading wrong information that that's that that's that creates a whole bigger issue and it's interesting that they went in this direction it's not a direction i would have thought about going into cuz i'm looking at this more about okay who's freedom and music. So so because we're running out of time, now that's the Breakpoint podcast. That's the podcast that dropped, I think, Friday, maybe Thursday. Uh, you can you can subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast. It's on the uh, Edify Christian podcast app and everywhere else. But um, the Breakpoint podcast, if you can't, uh, if you need help finding it, let me know. And you can listen to the rest of their discussion. It goes on for a, a good amount of time. But I want to at least try to break this down in a couple of things. All right. So First, from a music perspective, I'm just going to look at it from a music perspective, all right? As a hardcore music fan, what I want is Spotify to stop focusing on $100 million to Joe Rogan and stop worrying about podcasts and get back to being a music streaming app focused on providing me lossless streaming and an app interface that actually leads to being able to to find the newest music and the newest releases and all of the categories and genres that are available. And I want them to get back to that. They've abandoned that. So in my, from one case, I'm looking at it, hey, this Joe Rogan controversy, come on, more people pull their uh, music. Come on, let's bring Spotify down until they wake up and fix the problem. I said from the very beginning that Spotify should have separated their podcast to a different app like Apple does. You have Apple podcast app and you have the Apple music app. Separate them. Don't put them on the same app because it becomes convoluted and confusing. 
Amazon Music fell into this a little bit, but now they have a tab that when you open up Amazon Music, I can just click on podcast or I can click on music and it will remove all of the podcast from it. That That's at least much more manageable. Now, Amazon Music has a lot of limitations as well. I, don't, I won't go into all of that, but um, Apple Music is the best app, music app, period, hands down. If you like new music, okay? If you like older music, that's different, okay? But um, Spotify, so from a music fan perspective, I kind of want them to be crippled until they're like, hey, w- what are we? Are we a music platform or now we are a content creating, publishing, editing platform Let's focus on podcast. Separate it. Put podcasts because I think even maybe in the minds of some musicians, they'll be like, well, I'm not on the podcast app. I'm on the music app. Maybe they will even see. I'm not saying it, it's perfect because it would be the same company, but maybe it would at least create this idea that I'm not so associated with. So I, I've always wanted the podcast removed and put them in two different apps so that I can just get to the music I want when I want it. So uh, from a music fan perspective, I kind of want this to hurt Spotify till they get back to focusing on music and fulfill the promise they made in 2021 to get, get a, to give us lossless streaming because I want every platform to give us lossless streaming because I want to hear music the way it was intended to be heard, not compressed, and I'm not hearing all the information. All right? So I, I'm picky about that. But on the freedom side, in some ways, I'm kind of looking at it like, okay, whose freedom's really being heard here? Joe Rogan's freedom, everyone's exercising freedom. And when you have multiple people with freedom, well, whose freedom goes everywhere else? But here is the latest development on this story. All right. I got to get to this. We could, I wish we, I know there's so many factors here to discuss, but that's okay. All right. This dropped, I don't know, maybe it dropped last night or the day before. Spotify's Joe Rogan used the N-word 24 times leading the Grammy-winning singer-songwriter India Ari to remove her music from Spotify. So now there's all of these clips of Joe Rogan using the N-word. Now the situation has gone from COVID to now he used the N-word. Now it appears... Joe Rogan has now responded. I watched the video of Joe, Joe Rogan's response. I have not gone and looked for every episode where he used the N-word. I haven't gone to try to find the context, but he's claiming the context is this. If he's talking about, hey, this so-and-so over here, they said this. If they said the N-word, Joe, Joe Rogan would say, they say, he wouldn't say they said the N-word. He would actually use the N-word quoting what they said. He said he never said it in a racist way or in a derogatory way. He just said it and repeating the context of what, how other people used it. Now, people will debate whether that's acceptable or not acceptable, but I can tell you this. In 2022, I mean, I, I, I hate the word. I would never use the word. I, even if I was quoting someone, I would just say, well, they said the, I, I would not ever use the word in any way, shape, or form. I despise the word. I hate the word used even um, in, in rap music by uh, African-American artists. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the word. I hate the word. I hate the word. I despise the word. So I don't like the word. But NDRE basically is like, hey, I don't want to be on Spotify because this guy's on Spotify and he used the N-word. Well, now Spotify started obviously went to a complete panic and they started going through every Joe Rogan episode. They've removed close to 100. I, there was initial reports that those 100, being, uh, those 100 that were removed had nothing to do with COVID, which appears to be obvious. 
Some saying that in those episodes, Joe Rogan used the N-word. I cannot verify that because I'm not going to, I didn't, I mean, I, I don't listen to the Joe Rogan podcast uh, that frequently. Um, I just, I just don't. I, I just don't. For, for no, numerous reasons, I just don't. But um, so now this is now a whole, this just took a whole different level. So a lot of people are like, I'm supporting Joe Rogan are now like, oh, okay. Well, back up, back up, back up. Now I'm not, I'm not, Joe Rogan acknowledges he should not have used the word. He has apologized for using the word. He said that he messed up. I do believe people make mistakes. I do believe people can offer an apology and I do believe people can be forgiven and they have to be able to move forward. I don't think people should, you know, be destroyed because of a mistake they made. Now, 24, it seems like he, it seems like he was comfortable using the word in that kind of context. You know, I think Richard Pryor, uh, a stand-up comedian from the past, very uh, vulgar, I think he had an album title that even had the N-word in the album title. Well, if Joe Rogan was talking about that album, hey, Richard Pryor, remember that album? And he would say then, he wouldn't just say it had the N-word in it, he would say the word. Now, that's not using it in a racial way. That's simply, hey, this is what the word is used here, I'm going to use it. So I, I do understand that context and that has to be considered, but this now just takes the whole controversy to a whole radically different level, which could lead to now, could lead to now, either very popular current African-American artist or legendary African-American artist wanting their music removed. We haven't seen that as of yet, but that is what we're waiting to see. It comes down to this. People have the freedom to speak. They don't necessarily have a freedom. They don't necessarily have freedom to be on every platform or even on a specific platform. Platforms have the freedom to choose who they want and who they don't want. They may be consistent. They may not be consistent. I get angry when they're not consistent. They should be consistent. But they, they can do pretty much whatever they want. When $100 million is involved, I don't expect consistency. Uh, if, 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 if they have to decide who to get rid of, Joe Rogan or the Theology Central podcast, we know who's going first, right? I, I, I'm nobody. Joe Rogan, 100, that's, just the, that's just a reality. And I, and I could give you the name of some of the podcasts that have been removed by Spotify for supposed COVID misinformation. All right? So uh, one has the freedom to speak. Platforms have the freedom to decide what they do. Musicians have freedom to decide where they want their music or they remove their music if they have control over their, their libraries. Uh, some, sometimes the record companies have that. The record companies can decide what to do. Spotify should have known what they were getting into. I mean, Joe Rogan has always been somewhat controversial, so they should have known what they've gotten into, and now they've, they've created themselves. I mean, they went from a music streaming service to now they're in a podcast controversy and it's by their own choosing. They, 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 they put themselves in this mess. Now, you could argue, well, wait a minute. I bet you there's music lyrics on Spotify that are as, as equally controversial, if not even more controversial or offensive than what Joe Rogan has said. I, you, could probably make that, you could probably make that argument. How this all plays out, I don't know. I just know this. It, if major artists pull their music, I'm talking major artists. Um, it's over. I mean, you get a Bad Bunny pulling their music, a Drake, a The Weeknd, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, you 
a Taylor, obviously a Taylor Swift. I mean, you Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber. I mean, you you are these some of the I'm talking of artists that have like you know billion streams. Spotify would be in all kinds of trouble. They would be in all kinds of trouble, and they would and there's not there's not an easy way out for them. How this plays out moving forward, I don't know. I just know platforms. I, I, what I, my my concern is is this. Uh, Anytime someone listens to something on a platform and they don't like what they hear, if they're going to immediately call for it to be removed, at some point, who gets to determine what is removed and who's going to be left? Who's going to be left? You know, I I mean, I look, I know now that with on YouTube, there's certain things I can't post or I'll get I'll get I'm going to I'm going to lose my channel. Now, we don't get a, 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 a large amount of things, but so now I've got it set up where all of my content does not go immediately to a YouTube. Doesn't. Uh, I, I, I'll go, nope, can't post that. Nope, can't post that. And I'll, and, but Spreaker has never caused me any problems, and no podcast app has ever caused me a problem, right? So I've never had any issues with Spotify, Apple, Google, any other, and I've never, only YouTube. YouTube's the only one that's ever gone after me. Uh, which is just bizarre because they, they've gone after me for violating rules that I did not violate. And when I try to explain that to them, they don't care to listen because I'm nobody. But see, that's, that's, a frightening, that's a frightening situation. Anytime someone says something we don't like, everybody wants it silenced. Everyone wants it canceled. We, ca- we can't function that way. Now, I understand that it would be great that everything you listen to was true and accurate. But who gets to determine what's true and accurate? Because in some issues, maybe the, 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 the situation is not settled and maybe there's still questions that should be asked. It's a dangerous precedent. I will definitely agree with that. I, I want, I mean, I selfishly, I just want Spotify to fix their music app. That's what I want them to fix, okay? I, and fix their stations app, okay? That's a, that's a whole different thing. That's, that's their, they do have, a, and, see, and when somebody say, well, creating a separate app is insane. No, they've already got a separate app. They've got the Spotify app, which has music and podcasts. They got the Stations app, which just is where you just listen to stations. Um, they could have they could created a third one for podcasts. They they could have they could have helped themselves out dramatically here, but they they definitely have hurt themselves. But that's just getting into you know personal preferences. Um, I want Joe Rogan to be able to have a podcast. I want Joe Rogan to be able to be successful podcaster. I don't always agree with his language. Don't always agree with his perspective. I want him to have the freedom. Why? Because look what I'm doing. I'm sitting behind a microphone and I want freedom. And I want people to have the freedom to critique Joe Rogan. And I want uh, people to have the freedom to offer different perspectives than Joe Rogan offers. I want that freedom. But at the same time, I can't demand that platforms give us that freedom. See, it's a very complicated situation here but i do wish some platforms would just get into you know what our job here is to make content available we're not here to govern it license it or try try to but then how far does that go because you know how 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 crazy do you want uh content to be out there i i I like freedom that's that's what i like first and foremost i like freedom because i know the freedoms i restrict uh, the freedoms i try to take away from others are freedoms that i will ultimately deny myself you hear me say that all the time. If I, if I go, if I want Joe Rogan removed, then I'm setting a situation up that I can be removed. But at the same time, Spotify is now, they're, they're trapped. And this new development, I mean, the story started, I, I, it, late last night, it was, it was only in a couple of uh, sources. This morning, it's showing up all over the place. And uh, that, those video clips of him saying the N-word, 
I, I don't know if they've if reached viral level, but it's getting close. And uh, this is going to change. The, a lot of people who came out defending Joe Rogan are now going to be like, well, I don't know if I want to be associated with that. So it, it's, it's an absolute mess. Um, but the podcast that we listened to did bring up a very important concept of trust and authority. Who can you trust? And authority. We're going to have to train people within Christianity better than we have ever trained them and how to process information, how to determine what is true, how to determine what is factual, how to, how to verify things, how to check things, because it's, it's gotten out of control because we do have so much information. And I think the average person now just, they're like, you know what? That's what I'm going to listen to and they're true. And that other side is false. And it, it, once you end up there, that's, that's dangerous from a, from a truth perspective. So maybe the real issue here isn't it about freedom. Maybe it's about truth because so far I've just seen a lot of people trying to exercise their freedom. You can give me your thoughts. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. I was just looking at the time um, going, man, I went that long. I, I did not want to go this long on this subject. Trust me. It's the last subject I wanted to talk about, but everyone else is talking about it. So I had to at least throw in my perspectives there. And I know, again, if you, if you go to the Discord, if you are on the Discord channel where we talk about music, I'm like, come on, bring Spotify down, destroy them because I am ticked off at how they handled music fans. They turned their back on music fans. I want Spotify to be brought down so they get back to what they're supposed to. Then on the other side, I'm like, well, let's talk about freedom. Let's talk about truth. Let's, I'm trying to look at it from a, a completely different perspective. So I'm greatly conflicted on this story, greatly conflicted because I have too much personal involvement, especially uh, from a music side. Um, but uh, I know the rest of you are probably looking at more from the freedom side. And I understand, just remember, just when you talk about freedom, think about everyone's freedom. Everyone's freedom here. Everyone's freedom. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of different moving f- parts here. The freedom of the listener, freedom of Joe Rogan, freedom of Spotify, the freedom of musical artists to do what they want with their music. That's a lot of different f- freedoms. And guess what? It's sometimes going to get messy. All right, I'll stop right there. I'll be back on the air sh- shortly. Everyone have a great day. God bless.